0: Y'all doing? I hope you guys are following me on this desire thing. If you have any questions, feel free to like ask me. I will for sure answer any questions you guys have and what's going on. Okay, so I thank you for all of the reviews. I love it that you guys like literally, every time I ask for it, you guys give me a review. I appreciate our co-creation of this podcast together. So I have another review from Prof. Corey. (laughs) She says, and it's five-star, I'm assuming it's a she, I actually know who it is, but anyway. (laughs) She says, a never miss podcast, exclamation point. She says, I've benefited from every episode Brig helps me see things differently. One example is the episode in which she shares the story of being married young to a man she admired so much that she didn't respond during their first argument. I think it was episode 31, parentheses. It was so powerful, she capitalized so, because listeners would assume we wouldn't do that, but she showed how we do exactly that with unproductive things our brain says, Give yourself the gift of subscribing so you never miss this podcast. Thank you, Prof. Kari. Yes, Corey. I appreciate your feedback and thank you for the review. You guys, leave me a review. I may shout you out too. Appreciate all of them. So, last week, I realized this podcast was getting lengthy. So, I kind of shut it down quickly. So, for those of you guys who were like, wait a minute, Brad, you kind of just shut us down. It was like, because I wanted enough time to really get into this part of the story, which is how going from bad to good is a different journey than going from good to better. When we go from good to better, there are different ways that we get to motivate ourselves or treat ourselves. And I want to explain that because it was so apparent to me when I was like creating goals and realizing like, oh, how I got myself here is not going to be the way I get myself the other way. So I want to explain it all. So hold on, I'm going to get these thoughts out of my brain and we're going to talk about it. So. We talked about like you have this big goal and like you struggled and then you got there, right? You did the thing. But like now we have this other goal, and for some reason, it's not easy. There's obstacles in a way, and we're making that mean something, and we're just not showing up the way we think we should be showing up. That word should, right? Clue number one, right? So we're like, what is going on at that point? A lot of us, especially high achieving women, what we would tend to do is bully ourselves to getting it done, like force ourselves. Like, look, this doesn't even make any sense because we did XYZ. You got a 4.0 from West Point. What the hell is your problem now with this little thing? Or like, you just ran 10 miles. This four miles shouldn't be a problem. Or you had a baby at 15 and went to school and went to Canada Like starting a business right now with the franchise and everything is set up for you. This should be easy, right? So it's that tone of get your shit together. It's a bullying tone. And let me explain something. Whenever we bully ourselves or we're forcing ourselves, I want you to pay attention to what is happening, what you normally do when you're judging yourself shaming yourself or bullying or forcing yourself because 9 times out of 10 what you do is the opposite of what you want to do you don't move into action or if you do you move into action and then burn out real quick so it's temporary action even if it is action or you don't move into action at all you freeze okay why is that okay now y'all know I'm no psychotherapist. I'm not, I'm just a life coach. We we'll have a whole bunch of training. But what I will say, this is what I noticed from me and coaching my clients and some of the things that has worked for me and my clients. And one of them is it's so much easier if you understand the motivational triad. Remember our lower brain. Our lower brain is motivated by avoiding pain, seeking pleasure, and staying the same. So guess what? When you were going from bad to great or good, right? When I was like, I'm a single mother. I was newly divorced. I had a two-year-old, four-year-old, and five-year-old. I knew my ass didn't want to have to go to my ex every time something was going on and ask for more money. I just knew That was going to be miserable as fuck for me. I literally knew if I was depending on his child support, I was going to be miserable because I knew I wanted to support my kids and my family in a different way than the way he would. Nothing wrong with the way he would, nothing wrong with the way I would. I just didn't want to have that struggle where I would have to go to him and say, hey, so and so needs this. I want to hire this. And have to have that conversation. I just wanted to be able to take the prescribed amount of money that he was assigned and do whatever I wanted to do with it and add and make those decisions. Now, so for me, I knew I needed more money. So I was definitely going from bad to better. So going from bad to better, remember our motivational triad avoid pain. Where I was was painful stay the same. Staying the same was painful. So I was motivated not even to stay the same. So I was motivated against my motivational triad, my lower brain, because I was avoiding pain and I was going towards pleasure. So remember, motivational triad for our lower brain is seek pleasure. I was going towards pleasure. I was going towards better, right? Avoid pain where I was was painful. So, of course, my brain is like, yep, it's on board. Yes, we got to get there. Like, it wasn't as much bullying. My brain wasn't going, uh uh-uh. uh. Was it saying I couldn't? Was it saying the imposter syndrome shit? Yes. But was it a part of survival in my brain to do it? Yes, it was. It was motivated with me. I was going with the current, staying the same. Wasn't an issue because staying the same meant I was going to be in pain. So I had the motivational triad with me, right? Going from bad to better, right? Even though we know technically there's no there to get to in my brain in that moment, going from bad to good, I was going with the current. Okay. So you got this big thing. And it's not easy. First of all, your brain is already freaking out because it's not easy. Remember easy, like last episode is like, wait a minute, I'm not smart enough or nor am I predestined like the Red Sea didn't open up in part. And I'm asking life to show me as opposed to me telling life, no, if the Red Sea doesn't part, sorry, I will take the long way around. So it's not easy. And guess where the motivational triad is? Because when I was going from anesthesia to life coaching full-time, my brain was like, what the fuck you doing? Like, we comfortable. It was the opposite. It was like, avoid pain. Like, you get a check every two weeks. You getting a six-figure income. My brain was like, what the fuck are you doing? It wasn't like a carrot, like, seek pleasure, like, I was trying to convince it, like, but look, we can make this much money. My brain was like, ah, I'm comfortable right here. There's a difference was I wasn't in pain. Remember, avoid pain. The other one, pain. This one, comfort, two-car garage, house, six-figure salary, traveling, being able to meet all my bills because you want to do something different. Lower brain was like, What the fuck? Like, really pay attention with our motivational triad. I was going against the current. Nothing wrong with that. I just want you to understand why one is easier and one is like, Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not going to do it. It's like a two year old having a tantrum and like, You can't make me. No. <laughs> I don't care how good you're like. See, see, look, look, we can make this much money and we can, do, 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 and we can like make our own schedule and you'll be your own boss. Yeah. It's going to look so pretty. And look, they'll put your picture in the paper and look, you'll have this, or look, you're worth this size. Like, you know how we do two <laughs> year olds, right? And your brain is like, you selling, I ain't buying. No. So what do we do? We start forcing ourselves to get there. Not exactly the right way because what we start doing is start comparing. This is why I wanted to take longer time on this episode because what we start doing is saying, if you're like me, it's like, oh, I know the answer. See if you do this too. I know the answer. I need my back up against the wall. That's when I do some shit right? Because we were going with the current and we were going from bad to good. And we had that story of, oh, it worked. My back was against the wall. I had to do it. So we think we solved it. I know what it is. We get all excited. It's like, I know the answer. To get myself to move, I'm going to put my back up against the wall. I'm going to quit my job and say, I'm going all in because I'm too comfortable here and I'm not doing what I need to do. Wrong, wrong, and double wrong. Let me explain why. I understand the rationale because what worked before, our back was against the wall when we went to college and we were eating Roman noodles and we couldn't do it. Our back was against the wall when we like, I need to make my business work. So I got to work my job plus my business because I got to pay some bills because baby needs a new pair of shoes, right? But now I'm like sitting here in the six-figure house <laughs> and doing all right. So I know I'm too comfortable. That right there thinking, slow down whenever you start saying I'm too comfortable. Clue number one, you get ready to put yourself in freeze if you're not careful and if you're not paying attention. Because cognitively, that thinking worked because it worked the last time. But remember, that time we were going with the current. This time we're going against the current. We're going towards pain, not away from pain. We're leaving pleasure, not towards pleasure. And staying the same is a good thing. It's not painful. So the brain is like, what you trying to do? Like, literally, it's like, you want me to do what? I'm not doing it. No. So you saying, well, fine, (laughs) go to your room. You know how you have a two-year-old? Fine, go to your room. You're not eating dinner. And you see the two-year-old in the room and you thinking you punishing it. And the two-year-old is like, (laughs) la-di-da-di-da, right? Got the games and playing like, I didn't need dinner anyway, right? That's what our brain is doing it's like you know no creating a situation where we are like in dire straits and we are comfortable and then we intentionally put us in dire straits to make ourselves move only shames us even more because now the story is that worked last time and look at your ass you can't even do it this time and I was expecting you to do it. It creates even more shame, and what happens when we're in shame queens? We shrink. So we're doing the opposite. Let me give you an example. I knew because of my story, and because of the people taking pictures of my home for entire fucking year my house being on foreclosure, me graduating from anesthesia school with a 409 credit score. Did you even know that it went that low? I didn't. (laughs) A 409 credit score. That's how bad my credit was because of everything. That's how bad that situation was for me and the kids, right? I knew I made a promise to myself that I would never put myself in that situation. Matter of fact, that's how I got myself through. It's like, look, we're moving on up. There I go singing again, right? (laughs) But we were moving up to the East side, right? So I knew that person that did that, I had to honor her. I had to honor her sacrifice. I had to honor everything. And when I told her if you do this, I will never put you in this situation again. I meant that. So I had to honor that part of me. So for me to go, well, you know what? We're just going to quit because that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to quit and then do coaching full time. I knew that I was shut down. I knew it. Look, sometimes we got to know our patterns. For me, the most compassionate thing for me to do was to work full-time while I build my business until that part of me was like, you good? And I had her blessing. And she was like, yeah, we good. I thought it was gonna be when I was making six figures. And when I did, I was like, okay, we're at 100K in coaching, you good? And she was like, no, still not. I was like, oh, okay, right? Like, got it. No problem. So I was like, what is it that you want? And she was like, I want to know that working the job that I'm at, anesthesia, is actually costing us money. Like it's interfering with the money that we could make in coaching. When that happens, I'll let go. Like, okay, that's what you need. Fine. Then that means we got to work two jobs. No problem. That's what we're going to do. So I met her where she was and I'm talking to her as if like, but I want you to understand our nervous system, like our body is slow. Our brain is fast. Our body wants safety. It wants to be heard and understood. And the one thing you can ask yourself is what is it that you need? It doesn't mean the goal is not possible. What it does mean is that you ease your body into it you don't just throw your body. You don't jump into the 15 feet. You're like, okay, we're going to take baby steps. What do you need? And the reason why I had to take baby steps is because I had to recognize what I put myself through with that big story. And my brain was like, hell to the fuck. No, are we going to do that again? And if you're in that type of a situation, that is not an answer or a no to your goal, whatever the goal is. If it's, I've lost weight, I don't know how many times, and here I am going to try again. Of course, your brain and your body is like, I'm scared. Ask it what it needs. Listen to yourself, listen to your story and honor it. Stop trying to like do or die And expecting you to like show up because nine times out of 10, unless you're going from bad to good, if you're comfortable where you are and you're like, "Eh, I don't really need to, you're going to put yourself in a situation where you could possibly shut down. Ask yourself, what do you need? What is it that will make this easy for you? I understand you don't want to go back to this story. How can we create and it's not an either or. How can we create and honor our story? And of course, get coaching on the story. Like I coached myself through the story of like, you know what? That wasn't really as bad. like the story of anesthesia school was neutral and all of that. but still, my body's response was still a hell no to doing that again. Now, I got myself to a point where I coached myself to where, you know what, it's okay. It took a while to where, you know what, I don't have the responsibility of the kids anymore. My kids are growing. They're grown. They're adults. Like, how much do I really need? I really don't need the same amount of income and anesthesia. So actually, I can get by on less, okay? But I had to coach myself through this very slowly and with such awareness, of my response to it and why I was holding on and so attached to, no, I can't. So I had to like slowly open up and give myself like time. That's why it took me like a year to decide, thinking about it, asking myself what it is I want. Like that's what I do with my clients. There isn't this rush job to get anywhere. We can like listen to ourselves love ourselves, offer ourselves compassion while we're going through the journey. But forcing ourselves by bullying ourselves and like, I'll show you, I'm gonna put my back up against the wall again, never or rarely does that work. What it normally does is it puts us in shutdown and then we burn out. And that's the opposite of getting our goal. Matter of fact, the goal was probably always destined to be yours, but because you forced yourself to do it in a way that wasn't serving, and now you're in burnout, what happens is sometimes we stop choosing the goal, not because the goal wasn't ours. And honestly, as a coach, I could care less whether you do the goal or not, because that's not the thing. Because we both know, we all know, like there is no there. So that's not it. But sometimes we give up on the go because we spend so much time having to manage our mind because we put ourselves in situations where we jumped into 15 feet of water. Okay. I wanted to take my time and unpack that because if you have one of those stories and that story of survival, you're like, you showed up as a boss. Cause my story is It was true survival. I showed up as a fucking boss and I promised myself I would never do that again. I had to work through the willingness to and I had to honor my nervous system, my emotional system of that was a traumatic, you know, I don't like using the T word a lot, but that really was a traumatic experience for me. I remember crying because I had these kids that were depending on me and thinking, I have got to pass these tests. There's no way that I can flunk out of anesthesia school and afford to pay for the school loans that I had already taken out. I knew my back was up against the wall. We had to do this. Our family needed this, right? So that emotion, remember, emotion is what seals in the neural pathways. So if your journey was emotional, you can call it traumatic if you wanna use the T word, If your journey was emotional, you have to address the story, okay? That's where coaching comes in. I help my clients unpack stories so they can go towards their goal. A lot of times it's not that they can't do the goal. It's they have to unpack the luggage because the luggage that they're taking up the heel with them is the thing that's slowing them down, not the heel itself. The heel you can do. It's doing the heel with the 50-pound backpack. That is what you can't do. I help them unpack the 50-pound backpack. Do the same for yourself if you're doing this for yourself. Take time to understand where you are. Be gentle, be kind with yourself. Achieving more isn't about bullying ourselves, beating ourselves, and whipping ourselves. Achieving more is about creating containers for growth. It's creating the soil the perfect ingredients for you. And only you get to decide because you're a special seed and only you get to decide what that container looks like, how much sodium, how much nitrogen, how much water, how much sunlight, how much wind it needs. That's your job. Do it intentionally. I hope this helps someone. And if it does, if it explains why you're not showing up, reach out, write a review, send me an email. I love listening to you guys and hearing your stories. All right, this was episode 50. So because it's episode 50, for those of you guys who resonate with this podcast this far, I want you to write me a review. Tell me which one is your favorite. And I want to have a podcast listener. I know I do my clients on the podcast, but I want to have a podcast listener on the podcast, an interview, like what has the podcast done for you and why? What's your favorite podcast interview of the 50? Why? Write that in your reviews. And I'm going to pick one to celebrate 50 and 10K. I'm going to have a podcast listener on so I can interview you. All right. I hope this helped. I know I rambled, but I really want to take my time on this one and show why forcing ourselves, why going against the motivational triad as opposed to going with the motivational triad, why going from bad to good sometimes feels a whole lot easier than going from good to great. Going from good to great, y'all, that shit right there that's a whole bunch of mind management. Like literally because you're going against your lower brain, going from bad to good. Your lower brain is like, yes, let's go. You sure we can? Only thing it wants to know is, are you sure we can? You you think we can do this? Okay. I'm going to go all in. I don't know. We might be able to, we may not. That's the only thing, but it's like, seek. Yes. Because the pleasure is on the other side. But when you're going from good to great, your brain is like, why are we doing this? I like my bed like this. I'm okay. Why we got to move? I like the cave I'm in. What's wrong with the Hilton? (laughs) It's like, really? We're in the Hilton. We're not in that cave with the rock, with the pillow. We at the Hilton. You want to go to the Four Seasons? I don't need no Four Seasons. I'm good. They got continental breakfast downstairs free, right? Understand that's a bigger stretch. That's what I specialize in with my high-achieving women because like, it is more of us to manage that part of our brain because it's having all the tantrums. Not only the imposter, I can't, I'm not good enough and all of that, but all of our stories and like, "Uh uh-uh, this ain't gonna be easy as if easy was the determining factor. Easy is not the determining factor. All right, guys, I hope this podcast helped. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I had talking about it because it has been a revelation to me to watch my brain as I try and I manage to go from good to great. It was a trip watching my brain do all this. I hope my experience helped you. All right. Until next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide? Opportunities to work with me one on one are available. Go to brickjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. brickjohnson.com B R I G J O H N S O N. See you next time.